Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Alrighty, well, let's get rolling. We are in Second Chronicles 8. At the end of 20 years, during which Solomon built the temple of the Lord and his own palace, Solomon rebuilt the villages that Hiram had given him and settled Israelites in them. Solomon then went to Ham- Hamath Zobah and captured it. He also built up Tadmor to the desert in the desert and all the store cities had built up in Hamath. He rebuilt Upper Beth Haran and Lower Beth Haran as fortified cities with walls and with gates and bars, as well as Baalath and all his store cities and all the cities for his chariots and for his horses. Whatever he desired to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, and throughout all the territory he ruled. There were still people left from the Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, these people were not Israelites. Solomon conscripted the descendants of all the pe- these people remaining in the land, whom the Israelites have not destroyed, to serve as slave labor, as it is to this day. But Solomon did not make the slaves of the Israelites for his work, for they were his fighting men, commanders of his captains and the commanders of his chariots and charioteers. There were also King Solomon's chief officials, 250 and 50 officials supervising the men. Solomon brought Pharaoh's daughter up from the city of David to the place he had built for her. For he said, My wife must not live in the palace of David, king of Israel, because the places the ark of the Lord has entered are holy. On the altar of the Lord that he has built in front of the portico, Solomon sacrificed burnt offerings to the Lord according to the daily requirements for offerings commanded by Moses for the Sabbaths, the new moons, and three annual festivals, the festivals of the unleavened bread, the festival of weeks, and the festival of tabernacles. In keeping with the ordinance of his father David, he appointed the division of the priests for their duties, and the Levites to lead their praise, and to assist the priests according to each day's requirements. He also appointed the gatekeepers by divisions, for the various gates, because this was what the David, what this was what David, the man of God, had ordered. They did not deviate from the king's commands to the priest or to the Levites in any manner, including that of the treasuries. All Solomon's work was carried out from the day the foundations of the temple of the Lord was laid out until its completion. So the temple of the Lord was finished. Then. Solomon went to Ezion-Geber and Elath on the coast of Edom. And Hiram sent him ships commanded by his own men, sailors who knew the sea. These, with Solomon's men, sailed to Ophir and brought back 450 talents of gold, which they delivered to King Solomon. When the queen of Sheba heard from, of Solomon's fame, She came to Jerusalem to test him with hard questions, arriving with a very great caravan. 
with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold and precious stones. She came to Solomon and talked with him about all she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions and nothing was too hard for him to explain to her. When the queen of Sheba saw the wisdom of Solomon, as well as the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, the cupbearers in their robes, and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She said to the king, The reports I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true. But I did not believe what they said until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half of the greatness of your wisdom was told to me. You have far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your people must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Praise be to the Lord your God, who has delighted in you and placed you on his throne as king to rule for the Lord your God. Because of the love of your God for Israel and his desire to uphold them forever, he has made you king over them to maintain justice and righteousness. Then she gave king 120 talents of gold, large quantities of spices, and precious stones. There had never been such spices as those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. The servants of Hiram, the servants of Solomon, brought gold from Ophir. They also brought algam wood and precious stones. The king used the algam wood to make steps for the temple of the Lord and for the royal palace, and to make harps and lyres for the musicians. Nothing like them had ever been seen in Judah. King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba all she desired and asked for. He gave her more than she had brought to him. Then she left and returned with her retinue to her own country. The weight of the gold that Solomon received yearly was 666 talents, not including the revenues brought in by merchants and traders. Also, all the kings of Arabia and the governors of the territories brought gold and silver to Solomon. King Solomon made 200 large shields of hammered gold. 600 shekels of hammered gold went into each shield. He also made 300 small shields of hammered gold, with 300 shekels of gold in each shield. The king put them in the palace of the forest of Lebanon. Then the king made a great throne covered with ivory and overlaid with pure gold. The throne had six steps, and a footstool of gold was attached to it. On both sides of the seat were armrests, with a lion standing beside each of them. Twelve lions stood on the six steps, one at either end of each step. Nothing like it had ever been made for any other kingdom. All King Solomon's goblets were gold, and all the household articles in the palace of the forest of Lebanon were pure gold. Nothing was made of silver, because silver was considered of little value in Solomon's day. The king had a fleet of trading ships manned by Hiram's servants. Once every th three years, it returned carrying gold, silver, and ivory, and apes and baboons. King Solomon was greater in riches and wisdom than all other kings of the earth. All the kings of the earth sought audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. Year after year, everyone who came brought a gift articles of silver and gold, and robes, weapons, and spices, 
and horses and mules. Solomon had 4,000 stalls for horses and chariots and 12,000 horses, which he kept in the chariot cities and also with him in Jerusalem. He ruled over all the kings from the Euphrates River to the land of the Philistine. As far as the border of Egypt, the king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and cedar as plentiful as sycamore figs on the foothills. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and from all other countries. As for the other events of Solomon's reign, from the beginning to end, are they not written in the records of Nathan the prophets, in the prophecy of Ahijah the Shilonite, and the visions of Edo the seer concerning Jeroboam, son of Nebat. Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel 40 years. Then he rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David, his father. And Rehoboam, Rehoboam his son, succeeded him as king. Second Chronicles 10. Rehoboam, Boam, went to Shechem for all Israel to, had gone there to make him king. When Jeroboam, son of Nebat, heard this, he was in Egypt, where he had fled from King Solomon. He returned from Egypt. So they sent for Jeroboam, and he and all Israel went to Rehoboam and said to him, Your father puts a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam answered, Come back to me in three days. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime. How would you advise me to answer these people, he asked. They replied, if you will be kind to these people and please them and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your servants. <coughs> Excuse me. But Rehoboam rejected the advice of the elders gave to him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and were serving him. He asked them, what is your advice? How should we answer these people who say to me, lighten the yoke your father put on us? These young men who had grown up with him replied, the people have said to you, your father put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Now tell them, my little finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke. I will make it even heavier. My father scouts scoured scourged you with whips i will scour, scourge you with scorpions three days later jeroboam and all the people returned to rehoboam and the as the king had said come back to me in three days the king answered them harshly rejecting the advice of the elders he followed the advice of the young men and said my father made your yoke heavy i will make it heavier my father scourged you with whips. I will scourge you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people, for his, the, this turn of events was from God. To fulfill the word, the Lord has spoken to Jeroboam, son of Nebat, through Ahijah the Shionite. When all Israel saw that the king refused to listen to them, they answered the king, What share do we have in David? What part in Jesse's son? To your tents, Israel. Look after your own house, David. So all the Israelites went home. But as for the Israelites who were living in the towns of Judah, 
Rehoboam still ruled over them. King Rehoboam sent Adoniram, who was in charge of forced labor, but the Israelites stoned him to death. King Rehoboam, however, managed to get his chariot and escape to Jerusalem. So Israel had been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the Word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.